Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Klimo. Babadook. Not the Babadook. Babadook. Don't know. Get back on the Babadook. (laughs) Babadook, Babadook, Why do you Babadook? say it like New Jersey? Hey, Babadook, hey. <laughs> Come on over here, Babadook. Speaking of New Jersey, I am yeah. tired of Bruce Springsteen trying to play on my heartstrings. I know that you <laughs> loved your mom. I don't need to hear that. I watched the Netflix thing and I yeah. was like playing like... I haven't seen it, but I started it and uh, I just it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a meaty dinner. It's a lobster steak and cocktails. Uh, speaking my language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's... um. It's a heavy, heavy meal to sit through. And so, but everyone has told me like, it's amazing. He's amazing. He's There's no doubt like that he's him. amazing. I just don't want my emotions played by him. And then he makes me realize how much I miss like R.E.M. and like live and other 90s bands. So oh, thanks, Bruce. That's what, that's I what you got I call it dad music. Dad music? Yep. I mean, Bruce is wonderful, but like Bob Seger. I think actually this is great because uh, Bruce Springsteen is really great. He's yeah, great. There's, uh, there's no disputing that. But. But uh, he's also not super relevant in this day and age, in in sense for a new generation. Right. right. This special has really like seemed to change that. Right. You, you know, know people are like you know when you look at top Google's of the week, it's like who is Bruce Springsteen? You're like ah, <laughs> you know, it's like after every major event, they, all these fucking Google searches, like you know who's Ray Charles? You're like, are you oh, fucking yeah, kidding yeah, me? Yeah. Who? Yeah, it's so stupid. All that stuff. So anyway. Anyhow, Anywho. I was thinking, I want to talk to you about something. Uh, last episode, you gave me a gift in the form of a podcast mug. Mm-hmm. And then I had realized very quickly, um, you didn't pick this out for me. Someone else gave it to you. The first sign that gave it away was um, that a was hair a, yeah, that, that was wasn't a, mine. Yeah, it was a red Raptor. hair inside <laughs> the mug as soon as oh, I like opened it in a box. And oh, I was I'm like, really I was like whose hair is this? And oh, then, it had like a scab on it. Yeah, I'm oh, really going to throw up. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's so funny. You got me a mug that says on the air and it's got a little microphone. But I was like, this isn't like you at all. First off, what? To, to buy me anything. 
Yeah. I'm a gift. No, I'm not a no, gift giver. You're no, not, not a gift all. giver. No, and so no. then I was like, okay. And then I realized like, wait, there's a red hair in here. Who's is it's that? It's a red herring. Red herring. And then I kind of just asked you like, you didn't buy this, did you? And then she's like, I, I got it as a gift and I'm regifting it. I was like, oh, yep. Jesus. And I got to thinking like, this is kind of a bad gift. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about all the bad gifts I've received. You're welcome. Like, <laughs> welcome. Um, and I was like, you know what? I've heard a lot of stories from my friends. And so recently I was at a party mm-hmm. and I asked a bunch of people Uh-oh. what their worst gifts were that they ever got. And so I wanted to play some of those for I you. I want to hear. I haven't even heard these yet yeah, for real. I, know, I want to hear I know. them. And so I wanted to play those for you. And so here we go. What is the worst gift you've ever been given? I have no idea. But, but. Wow, but. right out of the gate. I have no <laughs> idea, but here's an answer. <laughs> but my dad gave me a really cheap uh, watch. <laughs> That's that, the worst gift. That, that was from my grandpa who passed away. Okay. It's and a cheap watch, like a, a, a really, knockoff, like a shitty watch. Yeah. And, and he gave it to you like, here, this is your grandfather's watch. He had yeah. hit it in his asshole for two years. And then he just gave it to me. And, and uh, that it. was the only gift that I got. That's the only yeah. gift you've ever gotten from your dad? No, it was the only gift I got that day. So yeah. That is the worst story I could imagine hearing. <laughs> You're going to make me start out like that, Nate? What is the worst gift you've mm. ever received? I do have one that came to mind. <laughs> do you remember the time that I cried on Christmas Eve? No. At your grandparents' house? No. Early on in the relationship, I did. I cried on Christmas Eve because I felt like everyone was getting thoughtful gifts and your grandmother got me big, bulky crystal um, candle holders. Okay, now I remember. (laughs) That actually did happen. So, like, everyone else got a really thoughtful gift, but then... Like framed pictures and stuff of like, and I was like, I think she just found these. I was like, your grandmother doesn't like me. So then the follow-up question, I guess, is did your grandmother like her? No, she did. I mean, yeah, I think she did. But maybe you were the prize grandson and maybe I wasn't good enough. I still think we weren't even engaged yet. I don't remember all the timeline. I'm sorry. I don't remember. No, I could. My gift is actually from this same grandmother too. Oh, oh, oh good, good, good. Around. Good. Tell us yours. Tell us what's the worst well, one you got. I mean, we're going way back, decades to when I was younger with my brother. We would get sweaters, ugly oh, sweaters, and then they would be matching. Yeah. So like, not exactly the same, but like, the pattern would have a different color for him than me. Oh, coor- coordination. Wearing them to church is awful. Ugly sweaters. And bulky crystal candlesticks. I was so sad about the candlesticks. You're still holding on to it. I I remember them so vividly. I was like, where did she get these? (laughs) I don't even think they sell candles that would fit. Just an awkward size candle holder. She wasn't a good gift giver. No. Is she dead? This is what you're Uh, taking on with her legacy? This is not This is it? This is what you talk about her? She's dead. No, I know. Is she dead? No, yeah. Oh, my God. You are horrible people. She, I know. She did a lot of other wonderful. She was amazing. She was the gift. Okay, now you're just. Now I'm just. Okay. (laughs) All right, we get it. She was an awful gift giver. Mama. Mama. So, okay, so Lashana, the question today is, what is the worst gift you've ever been given? It's from my husband, and it was... uh, maybe like 10 years ago he got me this really big 300 page long 
Queen Elizabeth the First book. <laughs> I've never opened it since then. Are you kidding me? No. Well, I, did, did you say you liked Queen Elizabeth? or? I love history, but I love, like, the scoop gossip scandy of history. Like, I want the tea want on the, Elizabeth. I don't want, like... Uh what she wore right you don't, I don't want, want the to very know basic information of like then she did this you want to be like who was she fucking in the background yes mm. the, but she's a virgin queen oh but i want to know like i want to know the tea you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> but it was all it was very formal and like I, he was really embarrassed to give it to me why and, wait wait he knew it was going to be bad yeah he already knew, like, this is a bad book, but I, I picked it up and I got it for you. Yes. D did you think he was running out of ideas and he just... Yes. Oh, so he knew. He knew as he handed it to you, like, I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't remember he gave it to me. <gasps> he doesn't even know where it is in our house. Do you still own it? I do. I think what, here's what you should do <laughs> is wrap it up this year, give it back to him. And be like, well, you know, you like pictures. <laughs> what is the worst thing you've ever received? Every year I would get sweatpants and a sweatshirt jacket from my aunt. But they were like the old champion ones like that you would get like at Costco, you know? So wait, every year? Every year. Was it a thing where like one year you asked for that and then it was just like, oh, this is what Javier likes? I, you know, I just played sports my whole life. So maybe she thought, oh, well, he's an athlete or something like that. So he might want something to. Did your brother get the same thing? Yeah. He wasn't an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> but it sucked because she was always so excited. And Why would she be excited? It's the uh, same thing. She didn't have any kids. so like I, I, And that's what she, what did she, she see? Just, she saw an advertisement once for like, this I, is what you buy kids? I, I don't know. She did, just, did you ever tell her? No. So this happened, was, went on for 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Yikes. But now that I'm getting older, it's like, man, where's my... Hey, can I get that? Hey, Auntie. <laughs> Auntie, I'm... Uh, hey, dude, that. can I get that package back? Uh, <laughs> you remember my size, right? You should know by now. You did it for 10 more years. Uh, Ian, overall, in general, I hate when you're traveling and people give you large, cumbersome gifts. Right, then you have to travel just with. like... I can't, I can't take this. So I remember I was, I was moving back to the States after living abroad and like, you know, I have two bags and students were giving me like, I made this chair for you. Uh -huh. like, all, right, <laughs> all right. Well, that's here forever now. That's like, right. um, but my favorite, my mom still views me. I'm 34. Okay. And she sees me as seven. She sees me <laughs> as seven years old and I'm her for baby forever. And my favorite bad gift, because when I was seven, I played with pirate Legos. Yeah. When you were a boy, a young a boy. child. Yeah. And then when I turned 22, my mom decided to get me a Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> bobblehead doll. At 22? At 22. Because mm. she thought. Like, was well, she excited to give it like, to you? I know you love pirates. Oh. And then I thought, Oof. what better gift? To give my twenty-two-year-old son, because it's like it's also the also the worst gifts are like, this is going in a junk drawer. Right? Like, there's it's like no. You spent money, no. time, and thought, and then I don't want it at all. It's like uh, here's a piece of shit that yeah. was made in a factory in Shenzhen. People bought me Disney shit for the longest time because they're like, "You like animation? You must want to be a Disney artist." Here's everything Mickey Mouse forever. And I was like, "Oh, I'm forty. 
you know, I don't want Mickey Mouse underwear. Can you just give me a break, Mom? But what if it was like the like the high tech wicking underwear though? Like, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, like no, microfiber. I, I can't take my fucking pants off and then want a girl to suck my dick and have Mickey Mouse staring at it like, oh, hi. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. All right, I got Jack here. Jack, what is the worst gift you've ever been given? Actually, the best gift and the worst gift is the same gift: chlamydia. It's a gift that keeps on giving. So I've got my friend Brian here. Brian, what is the worst gift you've ever been given? I can't think of one thing, but uh, my mom really likes like a big Christmas morning, so like lots of presents, but she doesn't really have the knowledge to get me the correct, you know, amount of right, you know, just what, like what random things. Right. So it's like I, you know, open a Star Wars watch, but like a really cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> but and she's like, well. I got it for $15 or whatever. <laughs> like, uh, I got this at Walmart. Or like, you know, oh, you like the Muppets? Here's a shirt that's extra large and has Waldorf and Stanley, like, huge on it. And it's like bromance or something. It's like, oh, it's just like the worst kind of like, I'm just trying to fill your <laughs> your, your your pile. Yeah, it's just like trying to make a pile. I bought your brother so, 15 gifts and you only had 13, yeah, so I bought an, you two extra. Uh, iPad and a... Oh, jeez. Because he could ask for that. Right, he knew know? to I don't ask. think he's actually gotten that, but stuff like that where <laughs> he knew he just went out and asked for that. And then um, and you're like, no, I'll have the Waldorf extra large uh, shirt would, from Muppets. She would say I don't ask i don't want anything which is true i, I don't know what i would want right and that they could possibly get me and know to get me but uh yeah i have a pile of of <laughs> extra large shirts i'm not wearing the more i get to know you the more i realize our mothers are the same person they That's, are that is definitely what my mom yeah. would do a hundred percent because she wants that feeling of big christmas morning and my dad and, does uh, this awful <laughs> thing i'm just gonna tell you my dad does this really bad thing where he'll buy a gift so my mom just says, like, here's a list of things I want. And then dad goes, okay, thank you for the list. And then just goes and buys everything on the list, right? Uh -huh. But the problem is he then on Christmas morning, everything's wrapped. And as she starts to pick up a box, like, okay, now listen, if you don't like pink, you could take these back. <laughs> now, you said these are the ones you wanted. So, you know, if you don't, like, you, there's, I have the receipt. Now, now listen, you said you're a size 8. <laughs> and uh, but they might run a little small. They're pink slippers. You know, it's like it's that kind of thing where right. it's like, geez, why do I even want to open this? It's like it's not. It's so ridiculous. Does your mom do things like that? No, she doesn't care. She doesn't I, I think she thinks <laughs> it's funny at this point that I'm opening a Superman Returns tin lunchbox. <laughs> you know? And it's like with the DVD inside that I are. Oh you know, I'm god, not that you're never gonna watch. <laughs> like, um, so it's. I, I think she doesn't care that i'm like she's not looking for me to go wow i go uh, okay yeah here's another thing yeah. that i opened yeah. <laughs> has that ex that like changed now that you have kids like does she put more of a focus on just getting the kids things you would think but still you <laughs> it's still you things are coming to the kids but i'm still getting like and socks <laughs> <laughs> the question is what's the worst gift you've ever been given what's oh. the worst gift you ever gave me the worst gift i ever gave you oh nose trimming apparatus he gave me a nose trimmer to cut my nose hairs and it wasn't just like a gift it was like i thought of you meaning he went into cvs and he saw a nose trimmer and he goes, my husband needs that. 
It was a necessity. <laughs> necessity gift. A necessity gift? That is what it is. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you never buy it for yourself. So you said, and then how did you give it to me? You said. I said, you need this. No, you said, hey, babe, I was thinking of you. Here's this gift. I thought you were going to give me cologne. I thought you were going to give me something delicious or something. Champagne, wine. I gave you something better, something you needed. Oh, I needed. You did. You really did. And it then, was out of control. But it, like your aunt gave you an extra large when you were like a medium because she thought she w- you were fat. I don't know. I was a larger kid when I was growing up, so I always got like extra large t-shirts and different kinds of gifts. Didn't you get a diet book from them once? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I did get that. This is my 12-year-old diet book, that yes. Mm-hmm, that's a real thing. You got a diet book. So, yeah, so some of those are great. That um, is super funny. I, I don't think I asked you. Uh, what is your worst I was going to say, I, I was worried that those people were going to mention ones that I've given them. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I'm like, wait, no, none of those reme- are ones that... Then you remembered you weren't a gift giver. I so love the, like, significant other ones, too. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really haven't got any bad ones i would say like the one that kind of stands out as like not one that i wasn't down really down with was uh someone that i had dated at the time it was like the way i'm fixated on la he was fixated on like portland on bend oregon okay which is which or you know bend slash portland and i was always like Ugh, boring you know so i just was always a no on that and for one of my birthday gifts i got a trip to portland at which point, like, I was like, wonderful, thank you. And then I went there and I was like, yeah, I'll return this, thank you. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. Your worst gift was someone got you a trip to Portland? <laughs> There's a lot of transients. Okay. I don't mind. I, no, uh, it's fine. Let's just, no, let's. It's, it's cold. Fine. It's not that It reminds cold. me okay. of Seattle. <sighs> There's okay. a fish market now in Seattle. All right, anyway. There's a troll that you could take pictures of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, I tried my best, but, uh, yeah, it yeah, was a trip. I'm sure you tried your best. It was a trip with like hotels. Could you imagine getting someone like a place to stay out of the city too? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it seems impossible to even fathom. <laughs> you get a mug, I get a trip to Portland. <laughs> 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 Haven't been back since. Um, what else is going on? Let's talk. Oh my gosh! Okay, I have been bursting to tell you and our listeners, our campers. Uh, my Universal Studios story. Oh, tell me. Okay, I really, and I truly have not so told So recently, yet. you went to Universal Studios, yes. you and Jack and some friends, and what happened? Okay, so uh, we, Jack and I went with our friend Jason and his husband, Jared. Yeah. They are our good friends. We like doing stuff great with them. Peeps. Great peeps. We love, love them it. so much. They're great. Oh, in fact, they were in our gift. Yeah, you in just, this gift thing. You you just, just heard, heard them. Jason, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, they are big like Disney Universal Studios. They're big theme park fans in general. So it's always like very fun to go with them Yeah, and they make everything fun. So we kind of, we plan this and we're like, okay, we're all going to take the day. They're going to take the day off of work. I'm going to take the day off of freelancing. Yeah. And (laughs) I was trying to make up a word for what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and, um, and we're going to go to Universal Studios. So I was already up in LA. I met them from Los Angeles And they drove up early in the morning. We got there super, super early, right when it opens. The first thing we see, Mario Lopez standing right there. Seriously? Yeah, because I guess they film like extra or whatever there. Extra, extra. Yeah, yeah. He looks good. He was definitely good. And and Jason and Jared, the fact that they're married to each other, they are both gay men. So like the three of us are all crowded around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mario is tip top shape. Yeah. So we go in. What they want to do first is the Harry Potter ride. Okay. So 
I don't know anything about Harry Potter land. I genuinely like, I, sincerely, I've never read a Harry Potter book or movie. Okay. Doesn't really, it really. It just doesn't resonate with you very well. Right. Okay. What I do think about is that uh, the Masonic imagery of why they have the owl, but the, I won't go into that. Okay. Just All right. yep. There's some... do some side research if you're interested in why they use the owl. <laughs> Hit me up directly. DM me and I'll talk about it. But for right now, for the mainstream purposes, uh, I'm not in the Harry Potter world. However, at Universal Studios, it is super cool. Like it's very, yeah. you know, it looks like the Alps or you know wherever Harry Potter is based. So we go in, we get a butter beer, okay. which I guess has something to do with the franchise, and right. we're drinking it. It's awesome. And they said, let's stand in line for this ride. So we're standing in line. It's about thirty-five minutes. Like I'm having so much fun that I'm not really thinking about like wait I don't really do rides or you know I'm not okay so you're just like yeah I'll go whatever and then you're like wait I don't even like to ride rides at all right so we're about halfway through chit chatting and then we're getting up to where it's happening and I'm like a little bit hits me I was like wait 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 what is this ride because I I can't do a lot of things like my I get like motion sickness and I also just I don't know I'm just I'm not like really a ride girl so you go through how long was the line you think probably about at this point we've it's about 45 minutes so, so you're in a line for 45 minutes to get to a thing and then you realize at the moment you're about to get on the car oh yeah wait is this a ride yeah and I kind oh. of because I, I, <laughs> I was telling you like I have so much fun with them that yeah. even just like hanging out with them I just kind of like forgot where sure. I was okay. And I, okay I was in my land I was drinking butterbeer yep and then it hits me like, wait, you better make sure what this is because this might not be for you. Yeah. It's kind of like, like when I drive a lot, I like when just like, whoops, now I'm in like El Paso, Texas. Like I took the wrong exit. Like a right. lot of times I'm not. I know this might surprise you, totally but I'm aware. not completely aware of yeah. what's going no. on around me. And if something's fun, I like lose track of time. And yeah. yeah. All that kind of okay. stuff. So, all right. so it's the kind of ride where you get up to the front and it's like the conveyor belt that you know goes along it's like a track that basically it's like a pod of four seats and uh-huh. you put the harness over yourself okay and you're in like a little pod of like four seats and you put the harness over yourself and then you go like on the track and you like you know conveyor belt down to the actual ride itself okay. so the four of us are standing there jason and jared are in very good shape they have wonderful s- slice svelte. svelte bodies yes and great looking guys, great looking dudes. And then there's Jack and I. <laughs> and so, and. Uh, well, and just to put in perspective for people who don't know the two of you, I mean, how tall are you? I'm 5'4". And how tall is he? 6'3". Like, yeah, he's like 6'3". Right. He's, he's a big, tall dude. Right. And we are not like, we are not fat people, but we have no. some fat. Like, but, no. but we have fat on I, our bodies. I just, when I think of Jack, I don't, I just think he's like, like uh, a bigger than most people I know. Like yes. in, in the sense of like. Sent, he's a, a a big persona. Yeah, oh my almost God. like like a like a like, bigfoot or something. He right? would be the guy in the movie that is the bouncer that stands at the door, like in the 1920s at a prohibition bar. And he's like, don't even think. He's about a big it. guy. Which yeah. which when we first started dating, I was like, oh my God, he's so tall. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah a, totally. I love it, dude. He's, yeah. he's not. Yeah, there's. He's big and strapping. Okay. Okay. So, um, so the the attendant, like one of the guest members or whatever you call them, yeah. the cast members. Uh, looks and says to Jason and Jared, "Go, you know, here's your seats. They yep. go on the conveyor belt. Then he looks at Jack and I, and he's like, oh, you guys are going to ride this. <laughs> like, almost That's what if, he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and, oh, and, and you too, you, huh? you guys are going to ride it? Like, really? kind of like, oh, really? okay. Going and, for it, huh? And Jack and I look at each other like, that's kind of weird, but yeah, is yeah, we're going to ride it. Like, is it a kid's ride? Or? No, no, no there's just... people of all shapes and sizes, I thought, on yeah, it. Yeah. And But he kind of was surprised that we were about to ride it, and at which point okay. Jack and I were like a little bit confused of like, what would that be an issue? Or what, I what could totally that? see Jack going like, 
like super turned off by it right so in that, in that moment. moment he was he felt embarrassed and and I tried to make it I didn't think it was going to go any farther than that so I made it I said no 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 the guy was like totally looking at my boobs like I think my boobs I, I think he was questioned I told Jack in the group and you're such a bad liar you're such a bad I, liar. and I said I because I don't mind being embarrassed yeah when he like looked that. at the two of us he's like, like well you're not gonna ride this are you ma'am you've got those huge boobs it's like, <laughs> I just said he was on. looking at my boobs and I and they're probably too big for the ride okay yeah. <laughs> what if I, my boobs well, have to go separate uh, anyway like, <laughs> anyway your boobs are gonna have to ride in a different car <laughs> yeah, exactly Harry keep keep your arms and hands and those big knockers inside the car at all times. Harry knockers. Okay. And so, okay. So, um, so I tried to make it seem as though like, no, it's definitely for me. Don't worry about it. Like I'll take this one. Yeah. So we go up to where it's time to get into our seats. And already I don't like like the, the belt moving us along is already like too right. fast for me. It, right. Like it's just, I don't like to run on surfaces that are already right. moving. They're moving and the car is moving. Uh, Everything's yeah. moving. It's dark. Yeah. I can barely see. Yeah. I really don't have good balance. And so I go to my seat, but I kind of let out a little like, ah, like a little scream as I run on and everyone's yeah. like, yeah, it's cute, whatever. It's yeah, weird, right. but, but they know me. Look at that big boobed woman screaming. Right. And as I sit down, I begin to think like, I don't really want to do this ride. I'm not. Oh my God. I, I'm just thinking like, this isn't for me. I get sick on the, like right. all the Star Tours thing, yep. the California Adventure. I have to close my eyes. Uh-huh. So I'm already just thinking like, this was a poor decision on my end to Kay. say yes to this. Yeah. And so whatever, I'll just close my eyes. It's fine. So we sit down, the harness goes very tightly over ourselves. And all of a sudden I... Like I, I kind of see Jack struggling, trying to pull the harness down. And the next thing I know is I hear like and a button pushed and the entire ride comes to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> Everything stops. We stop on our conveyor belt. The people next to us stop. Everyone's looking at us. So they so the guy motions to us and said, you four, can you guys come up, come off of the chairs and come with really? me? So we have to get off of the ride. He, without explaining exactly what's happening, he takes us through this like wandering hall. And and I, at this point, I think a little part of me is like, oh, they know that they're on the radio. We're going to get like VIP. Like I'm like, maybe they've been like recognized and now we're getting bumped up to like the uh, yeah. VIP ride. Maybe there's right. a secret like Harry Potter Unlimited or whatever. That now we're you're going really going to gonna see Universal yeah. Studios. And then part of me also <laughs> is like, are we in trouble? Because we're going in all these like it kind of would be like rooms that you would go to. Ma'am, your purse went off. on the- <laughs> Exactly. They're like, we listened to your last episode. We know that you're a shoplifter. So like Whole Foods CEO is here to scold you and stuff. So anyway, I had no clue what was going on. Then finally we come around to a little bit where like the ride began and the man gestures to Jack and says, sir, I'm going to need you to sit in this test seat. So basically they have one lone test seat that is like back on land, nowhere near the actual ride itself where people just have to like sit on it and see if you're too tall to whatever. Can you fit on this chair? Can you fit on this chair? Can it lock down on you so that it's safe? Right. So so he sits on the chair. Yes. And this already I'm feeling for Jack because he's very, doesn't like a lot of attention on him. Like in the way where, right. like, you know, right. I, I think he almost does like the radio and all that kind of stuff to almost be like to lead with like, I'm going to get attention where I want it. But then right. if there's no attention, like he is really one of the top people that like I know that does yeah. not want any sort of like unwanted attention. That makes him right. like melt. Eyes staring at him for a reason. Yeah. He's not comfortable That makes with. him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel very embarrassed for him. I could feel like, oh, shit. And so we're sitting in the test seat. They try to pull the harness down, like the mock harness. Yeah. And it's not going down. So it, it's mm. basically like it, it. it's very like jamming him. You know, it's, so at this point, is he like, OK, cool. Can't ride it. No. At this okay. point, he's like, I oh. really want to ride it. Really? Yeah. And so the guy said, OK, well, legally, we are we can't like we can't 
push it down on you. But one thing you guys can do is if you want to try again and have your friend push it down, push the harness down and like jam you in, then (laughs) then we can't say anything about it, which to me, it's like a ride is not the time to like break the rules and like if it's engineered yeah, a certain way safety, like respect that the safety like, of the ride yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly because also there's probably a like uh, like actual structural reason why they have it a certain way i imagine yeah 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 so i imagine but jack really wants to ride the harry potter ride and so w- the plan is okay we're gonna regroup do this again and jason is going to jam jack in and push down when we get there. So once again, we do it again. We go on the conveyor belt. This time I like run and scream even louder to get on the seat. And I pick the seat on the far edge. Cause I, I'm like, maybe that will help me feel a little bit okay. more free. If I'm like, if I have my right side, at least like not attached to anyone. Or so, whatever. so Jack is f- probably stressed out because he's like, I want this to work. And then you're yes. freaked out because you want to not have to do this. I don't want to have to do this. Okay. I'm thinking like the night before I had had a very, <laughs> like, uh, I went out uh. to eat and, LA and I had like a very like just like the only thing I had in my system was like cocktails and a butter beer and coffee and right. like probably no water and oysters. First off, and a butter beer sounds disgusting. It was disgusting and it was just I could feel myself just butter in beer. It was like well actually it was good. It was it was like caramelish and stuff okay. like that. All right. Okay, so we know what we're gonna about to do. I run on. I'm screaming. I'm kind of like I don't want to do this, but whatever. Jack sits down. Jason takes his harness, jams him in, and Jack is like, "I'm good, I'm good." You know, like I look over, I'm like, "Are you sure you can do it like this?" Yeah. Like really, like you look like a, you know, yeah. just like a little cramped sausage or whatever. Right, <laughs> like right. he can barely. Then Jason runs, gets into his thing. We're all good to go. The four of us are traveling down on the conveyor. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, I really don't want to do this. So. We're going to the end. It's going faster. Wait, wait, wait. The ride is already moving. The ride is in motion. Jack is sandwich. Jack, we have you've done You've known our- what you've just gone through, and now you're deciding you don't want to do it. My palms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> it's about to come out. So I started just feeling like really like, like I'm, I'm about to have a panic attack. I get really, really like I'm, I can't catch my breath. I'm about to. But like, you're not like, like fuck it. I just got to do this. I got to get through it. No, no. Okay. Nope. Every Great. part of me is like, no, you need to get out okay. right now. I'm, okay. I'm going into like a full on like full blown panic attack. Okay. And so, okay. uh, now meanwhile, Jack is jammed into this machine. Yep. <laughs> okay. So the attendant is very close to us at this point, like, cause it's kind of like, she's our last thing before we sail into Harry Potter land. Right. I make direct eye contact with her and I just calmly say, I'm claustrophobic because <laughs> I know that that's probably the word in her training mm-hmm. that like she's heard. And she said, what? And I looked at her and then excitedly I said, I'm claustrophobic. I can't do this. I need to get out right now. They stopped the ride again <sighs> for a second time. My God. Everyone, so, and then I just told the three of them, be cool, be cool. Like, go, go off, do your thing. Like, I will meet you guys at the end. I'm totally, I just need to get off right what now, right a now. Trauma. What an absolute, but wait, as soon as you get off, you're on the same row as Jack? So Jason oh, and fuck. Jared oh, fuck. sail off. They take my harness up, in which turn I am attached to Jack's harness. Jack's harness goes back up. <laughs> and th- the ride is still moving. I have to get off. And Jack is like, can someone push me in? Push me in. And the, and the woman is like, sorry, we can't do that. So Jack has to now get off with me. <laughs> He's looking at like like a Are you kidding? Like he's me? looking at like a family from like Tokyo like can push me at anyone like you know people visiting and no and one you can You can't do it? No. You're... No, I was so forklimped at the entire situation. So he doesn't get to ride it. Nope. So they walk us off yet again through the hall oh. past his test seat into the shining brightness of not being on anything. And I and I'm just like, "Haha, wasn't that funny?" And and Jack was like, 
I can't speak. He said at that moment I was talking and all he could hear was like, like the sound of like a test when your phone is like, this is a test. Like, me. He like just the was national so emergency. mad. He, was he just mad. said he went into like national emergency broadcast system. Like oh in his mind. my god! And he was embarrassed, mad. Of course, what he like, had, what he had just gone through is like embarrassing. And I told fuck. him, I'm like, doesn't that sum up our relationship? Like we each have problems, and I drag you down, and I help you, but then and my I would problem, say yes, yeah, I would exactly. Say yes. So I did not know. I really didn't know that it was going to like release him. Oh. So and Jason and Jared get off of the ride, and they're like, "What the hell was that, you guys?" It was actually like so. We didn't get to ride the ride. I knew we knew what to do immediately was to bring Jack into Simpsons Land because that made him feel like way better, and he forgot all about everything. <sighs> and then. There's more. There's more. Oh so we, we recover from that. We're feeling a little bit better. It's so funny how like, you know, he was kind of feeling like I'm too large to ride the ride. And then the minute we get into Simpsons land, he's like, I want a crusty burger and donuts. And, you know, and so <laughs> at this point, I was just glad I, I didn't do it. I felt no shame about embarrassing myself in front of others. Who cares? Yeah. And so um, so then we go on the studio tour and, you know, they take you through on like a tram basically right they take you right. through the different studio lots and the sure. set of will and grace and Jaws all this kind of yeah. And, yeah, yeah and then it's like watch king kong and kind of they have these like lots where then things pretend to like break down and it's right. king kong getting you or jurassic right. park yeah. and so we get to the to the um earthquake set so basically you go in it's like a dark subway yeah and, and it starts mimicking. everything starts to break apart yeah. and water the, gets... the flood happens the earthquake happens yeah I look over and Jack is like trying to take a photo or whatever, take something out. His phone falls <gasps> off of the tram and is dangling on like the lip of the tram where, so it's, the, it, we're in the earthquake scene with the water flood coming this way. <laughs> and Jack's like, oh my God, oh my God. And so it, basically where people step up, his phone has fallen and it's like half out about to fall. Oh. He saves it with his leg and he's holding it down with his leg so tight. Meanwhile, we are like mimicking an entire earthquake with like, <laughs> and I'm like, you have to be kidding me. My adrenal glands like already today have been, do not work anymore. Are you laughing or in pure fear? Cause um, I would be laughing. I would be. I was laughing, but oh. knowing how expensive like I don't think he probably has yeah. insurance on his phone. And like yeah. I'm like this is about to be like a $700 mistake right here. So so he holds on for dear life with his foot. It, the phone is wobbling. Then we take the tram slowly back into kind of like where normal a dirt path where he would yeah. then stop. And we tell Jason there's a red cord hanging above us, which is like for emergencies. Oh no! So we tell Jason pull, pull the emergency it. cord, and Jason is looking at us like what? And we said we're having an emergency. Stand up and pull it. So he stands up, pulls the cord. We have to stop the entire tour. The driver has to get out, like turn off the entire tram. Like hundred, you know, or not hundreds, but dozens of people are sitting there wondering. So the woman comes, or the the man comes over, and meanwhile there's a person behind us that's just like. There sure are a lot of amateurs at the park today. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and he, the guy like gets uh, the phone from Jack and we're beginning again. But Jason's husband, Jared, was like, you guys are such a fucking mess. Like you've stopped every ride that we go on. I think it's funny. Imagine that other family that's also been on every ride that you've that been we're on. on. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. like two rows back. <laughs> and they're always like, God damn it. Exactly. These fucking two. Yep. Yep. So that was our Universal Studios story. <sighs> that would stress me out. I'd be done. I'd be like, I think I'm done for the um, day. I don't I honestly think I I made the right decision. Sometimes you just have to be a wuss and chicken out because I really think that ride would have made me sick. And I heard from other people. Someone I posted about it on Facebook and one of my friends messaged me that he went on that ride and then spent like two hours in like the first aid yeah, area. Yeah. So I'm glad I listened to myself. Like, I don't know. There's always this pressure of like buckle up and just sit through it i'm like no it's really okay to sometimes be like i don't want to do it like, <laughs> yeah but usually you figure that out right before 
Yeah. You get on. <laughs> not not, uh, not wait in line for 45 minutes. Go right, on it two times. Right. And then stop. <laughs> that's you. That's you and Jack, actually. That, that is a lot that about you That situation sums yeah. up. Because it's like... Yeah. It's almost like I sacri- like I'm like that does sum up a sub where I try to like protect him by making myself yeah. be the clown and then like then I help him but then I end up like ruining our experience and then we yeah. both are fucked but then we're like out in the lot together like uh, yeah, yeah it definitely is. Did I talk about Legoland? No. I recently went to Legoland. Uh I took Britt's uh, nephew. She and I took him. And we went to Legoland here in California and you know, it, it, there are a couple things like I don't have any crazy stories like that <laughs> other than there were some, you know, just moments where I realized like I understand why parents are always in a bad mood. Because it's just a lot like it, walking it, around. It is and, a lot to fucking do. Yeah. And, and especially like, you know, typically, you know, it's the dads who are in a really bad mood because uh-huh. they're there and they're just like trapped in this place trying to make their, you know, make the day good. And it's been very expensive. This is insane. Legoland is just a place where there's Lego rides and Lego things. It's not that big of a park. It's it's cool, but it's mm-hmm. for kids, you know. Uh, it was $95 a ticket. No. Really? At, at a time of year. Well, we just went and so it was like the hours. It opened at 10 and it closed at 5. And it was $95. How much is like Disney or Universal? I don't know. About the like, same. Maybe it's like a hundred and something. But like there's so much more there. Right, right, right. But that like, could be a whole. I was just like, what, what the fuck? This should be like $40 right. or $35 a person. But instead it's 95 Holy bucks. Crap. And I was like, this is insane. It's not worth it. And then like- the minute you're, the kid is like, I want ice cream or something like that. And it's like, this kid wasn't even that much of a brat. He had a couple meltdowns, but just because kids have meltdowns. Right. And. I was like, oh my God. So it's almost like to take a family of four, it would you, be like yeah. $450. Oh my God, you want to shake the shit out of the kid because right. you're like, you fucking have a good day. Right. You That's know? the other thing too is this I is feel expensive. like I feel like kids don't really appreciate, they're just tired and hungry. Yeah. And then we went to the gift shop at the end because, you know, we're trying to have a good time and have fun. And, and I was like, you know what? L- you should get something, you know, that says Legoland. And luckily it's like, I walked in not realizing what I had just kind of signed oh, up for. No. And there's this whole room full of expensive things that all just say Legoland California, $300 for a shirt or something. And luckily this, this little guy, he wanted the foam sword that cost $12. I was like, boom, you, you got go. it. You yeah. got it, kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is the coolest thing here, you know? <laughs> Um, Do they have like they have roller coasters too yeah. right? made out of Legos? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Not real ones. Not real Legos. Oh. It's just like big blocks. That's they have, cool. They have this thing called Miniland where you walk through and it's, it's a lot of big places in the United States they recreated in Legos. It's really funny. Did you play with Legos as a young boy? Oh, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what would you build? Like All kinds of stuff. But you know me, I, I, I would follow the directions to make exactly what yes, I Yes, I was going to say, I yeah. I was never that guy that was like, okay, and then I'm going to build this other thing that's a, like imaginary a little bit. My creativity is kind of weird in that way. Oh, you would like go I with follow the rules. The, yeah. Yep. I follow the rules and then uh, I would dream up something maybe and, you know, y- you would create something. Because at some point all the Legos just get thrown into a box and you don't have the directions yeah. anymore. But I would definitely always like create exactly. Like for me, if I bought a toy, when I was a kid, when you bought like a G.I. Joe like vehicle, uh, it would come with a sticker sheet and you'd have to put the sticker, the decals on the thing. Oh, that's cool. And so a lot of times people put it in different places, but I was always like following very clearly what the picture on the box looked like and I would put the stickers in the same space. Oh my spaces. gosh, yeah. a um, little bow. I feel like Legos are perfect for you too because they like are yeah. square with they you know click. exactly. They have a yep. nice snap that 
And it's like, oh, yeah. I would yeah, like yeah. tape hundreds of Le- Legos to like our family dog. <laughs> like <laughs> my mom would be like, here's a Lego set for you. And she'd come home and they'd be like arranged into a giant penis or something. Oh, like, my God. With like, I'll murder you or something like written on the. Written yeah. On the so I, I could totally see how like people go to Disney or Universal with their family. And it's like, it's so stressful. It's so much money. Like yeah. to eat lunch, to eat lunch is like. You know, it's a hundred bucks there right. just to get like a couple sodas and a hot dog or something. It's like, good lord! Yeah, can you, I can imagine why people are just want to kill their family after exactly. that. Exactly, and then you have these yatsus that are <laughs> <laughs> yatsus. <laughs> What's a yatsu? I was gonna say Yahoo, but then I, now my mind's thinking about games about yatsu. <laughs> these yatsus that are stopping the Harry Potter. Imagine if you pay six hundred dollars at these yeah. like people that are just like we're free with the radio station. Like, I think I realized in this trip like. You know, kids are great, but like going to do something with a nephew it is like that's pretty good birth control. All, all said and done, at the end of the day, it was like I can totally see why uh, this sh- you know theme parks are good under your skin, and and I don't even like them anymore. I don't like them after working them for so long. I'm like, I've seen it. It's just annoying. I've got too many like internal like negatives towards something that everyone used to love. I, I feel the same way about like barbecues. I used to love barbecues. Wait, 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 wait. If we're going to do this, what? Then let's do some bug bites. Let's do it. Yuck. Bug bites. Barbecues. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, who no, hates I, barbecues? Listen, uh, I, I had this like list. It was almost like a poetic list uh-huh. of things and i was going to write a story it was called saturdays and other misunderstood negativities because Ooh, I like that. people look at weekends like oh that's a positive thing i love the weekend uh-huh. right but when you work in an industry that you have to work every weekend uh, suddenly the weekend doesn't like that's, yes, what, that's I know what you mean what ended up being created is like well tuesday wednesday are my weekend do you know what i mean yeah. but like saturdays were this day that you'd smell barbecues and i would just be like ah i yeah. can't have a barbecue you know what oh, i mean interesting, everyone bro. else is having that so that's why I say barbecues. Saturdays and other, wait, what? other Saturdays and other misunderstood negativities. You should come out with that. I just did. Oh, well, I mean. And here we go. Expound upon it. Well, you got any bug bites? Yes. Talk to me. Okay, this is a random one, but it comes from my love. <laughs> People that don't pay attention when they're stepping off curbs. What? Is that a thing? That's <laughs> yes. a very specific thing. It's very specific because... Um, I feel like, well, my dad has that happen a lot where like we'll be walking and he'll like not like we were in Venice and he will step off of a curb and then completely not look. And then his ankle will twist and he'll like fall on the ground. (laughs) And it happens like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I just feel like my I don't know what it is, but I get so nervous if people are like going to stumble or not paying attention. So when people like aren't paying attention basically when they're walking and it comes from a pace of like fear and love. But now I feel like I'm hypersensitive about it and. I need people to look at where they're going when they're stepping off a curb. Yeah. Okay. I have a, a thing about it. I, it genuinely <laughs> like makes me nervous. And I feel like when we're walking all around, I'll like look at curbs and then tell the people like step over this, step over this. Like, I don't know what's going on. Generational positivities. What's that mean? And other uh, negativities. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. So I was thinking about this and I realized what I really dislike. I, I, it never it never gets old to me like how much i dislike this okay every generation has this thing mm-hmm. okay and it happens like it's just the fad of what's being said for example <laughs> i'm living my best life uh you don't like that one at before, all before yas oh before yeah. yolo before that no bad days Ew. before that don't worry be happy before that shit happens 
Let them eat cake. Shine bright like a diamond. Die, you know, live hard, you know, oh, work hard. Live like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dance party, like no one's watching. Yeah, party like it's 1999. Oh. Keep on trucking. Ew, I, I hate, hate all of those things. And there's just something for someone to go like, having a bad day? Look on the bright side. I hate it's that like, too. I fucking hate those people. I think it's I'm a, having a bad day, and that's just the and way that's it wonderful. is. When people say like, don't worry, be happy. I think worry sometimes is good because it like pushes us to for solutions. Like, and no yeah. bad days. Bad days are beautiful because bad then you days learn are about good. Yeah. You gotta have the dark times. Live in your pain, embrace your pain. <laughs> I just hate those sayings that make people everyone just go, Yeah, that's right. I hate like the dance like no oh Oh, oh. dance like nobody's watching. Okay. I feel Shut like up. every crazy woman quotes Dr. Seuss. Like and <laughs> every what? Every crazy, crazy woman. <laughs> and and uh there's a woman that like stole one of my boyfriends but, but <laughs> this sounds personal but it is personal but of course of course of course her like instagram bio is like don't cry wait what is it it's a dr seuss thing like smile because it happened don't cry oh no don't cry because it's over smile because it happened okay. and i just want to be like it's okay to cry and that like <laughs> and i always have to look at this like stupid dr seuss like yeah thing. so yeah. yeah i don't know why but dr seuss just these like, quotable kind of like i mean i think i said this on this the podcast before but it's like uh i saw that funny thing that said uh, it used to be called being a hoe now it's just called living your best life and it's like it's kind of true it's just like like being this, in really short denim jeans yeah and like bent over and yeah stuff like that. it's just yeah. kind of like whatever way you can make whatever your lifestyle is acceptable right you know when you say when you said yolo right yeah. yolo oh, like, wait, what does that mean again I've, you yolo. only live once oh, yeah and it's like when people said yolo were they saying it like in a positive like well you only live once no, so so live live as large as you can they're like yolo i'm making bad decisions yes. and it's okay right, right, right. Yeah. it's like yeah i'm not really attracted to this right i'm not really, and, and you know what don't worry be happy is a great message it really is but it turned into something else people ruin it People just ruin it. I felt like Bobby McFerrin created it just as like a fun song, like a fun yeah, message, but yeah. then it turned out. And it no turned bad days. Like no, no, no. I love Don't Worry Be Happy because then that fucking, uh, that Billy Bass, that fish that was on like a plank and you'd hit the button and go. Here's a little song I wrote. Might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. It would like do that whole song. <laughs> And it was the fish. The fish, it was on the, you know, like you'd caught the fish and oh, it was up yeah. on your wall. I'm, this is a phenomenon. I'm, yeah, you're looking at me puzzled like you don't know what I Billy do know. Bass is. I do know. I do know. Jesus. Yeah. No bad days. That, I was just thinking of Billy I Bass. Think of, I think of no bad days. You know what I think of? Like uh, Jimmy Buffett. Right. And he's like, no bad days. Yeah, I bet you aren't having it. You're a fucking bazillionaire right. on a boat. Like, give me a break. You know, I learn way more from my failures than I ever have my success. Me too. Oh you know? my gosh. Wait, I just had a failure. <laughs> no, surprise, surprise. <laughs> what is it? And Okay, so... Like right now in this moment? No, in this moment. I'm, it, it's actually funny that you're saying that because I feel a tickle in my throat and it is reminding me of what I wanted to tell you too. Tell me. Mm. So recently I was sucking 12 dudes' dicks. No. Yeah. YOLO. 13. Go ahead. Tell me. You only blow once. A day. No, I feel like my mom also told me that she is surprised that I don't have any STDs from listening to the podcast. What? I know. I don't have any. It's really not that many, you guys. 
Yeah, right. She just winked so no. hard. No, no, but I feel like every episode, I'm like, wait, if I'm talking about three different lovers in every Brit. episode at times 52, that's like. Brit calls me a hoe all the time. She's like, you, you were a are hoe. hoe. I was not a oh, hoe. Oh, you're so much more hoeish no, than me. No, I am on not. On this show, I come across more ho ho on this show show, but you're definitely mo. <laughs> that's not even true. Yes, it is. I, I guarantee you, I, you've tripled the amount of people that I've slept with. Absolutely. Your numbers are skewed, I think. Nope. Tripled. Yes. Tripled. Yep. How if many I'm people do you think you've been with? Probably about 32 or 33. So you think I've been with over 100? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Well, let's just move on. I can name 17. Let's just move on. Yep. See? You I'm were right, talking you about a bad day. Okay. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was just on, I wanted to share with this with you guys because I thought our people would get a kick out of it. Um, I was up in LA at this uh, like a podcast meetup and I met a really nice guy named Jonathan who he has a podcast called Write About Now and like, it's about writers. Okay, so it's so like writing, a double okay. entendre. About, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. um, super cool guy, you know, has written for like Good Housekeeping, all these different types of things. And so he has a podcast where he interviews writers. So my actual make money job is that I'm a writer, a copywriter. So I write for different podcasts and blogs, stuff like that. So we connected at this event and he was like, I'd love to have you on and interview you about like making money as a freelancer and a writer. And so I said, that's awesome. I was so excited for it because it was like, I don't know, just the subject I'm really passionate about. And I was really excited to talk with him. He had a cool house, like he's super cool vibe. And so I went there. I was like really, really excited for the interview. I just like had a lot of stuff prepared to talk about. He had this like fun game where he would kind of have me like make a podcast title basically or make a or like a blog title, whatever, out of nothing. Okay. And so we're really liking the interview. And then he starts to talk to me about this, about Campfire Shit Show, okay. of which I'm also very excited. And I feel like I have a lot of stuff to share. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. He had it. So he, when I walked in, he had this beautiful cat named Seymour and the cat was crawling all around. And I noticed like as time was going on, I was beginning to get a little bit more like, <clears throat> like there's a tickle in my throat. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like it's faintly happening at the beginning of the episode. Then probably about like 20 minutes later, I'm beginning to be like, I'm so sorry. Like, can, maybe can we stop and get a drink of water? Wow. And then it's beginning to turn into like this is becoming like a thing. And so the last like 20 minutes of our episode i was having a full-on like anaphylactic shock but i was so interested in what was happening that like you can still go and so he was like well that was unlike anything ever so he's asking me about campfire shit show and i'm like trying to get out and every other word is me coughing my eyes are like becoming shut at this point and i like hives are beginning to happen so are you serious yes so i asked him for the raw file of before he, because he, I said, I am so sorry. You have like so much editing work to do right now with our right, episode. Right. And I was almost going to offer to like pay to edit it, <laughs> to have it edited. Because I'm like, this is more work than a human should do. Right. And so we ended up having to like cut the interview short because I was full for real having like a full on, like my throat was closing. So you asked for the file. Did he send it to you? So he sent me the file and I wanted to just play for you guys just like a few seconds, you know, of, of what was happening <laughs> behind the scenes. Cause I feel like people would laugh really Let's hard. Let's do that. This Let's was an absolute shit show. Right, so here, here was go. me attempting to be on the right about now podcast. All right, Meryl Klimo, welcome to Write About Now. Welcome. This is so awesome. Thank you for having me. And by the way, my cat is now stuck trying to get out. I love him. Should I let him out? I no, it? he's okay. He just, Seymour. Seymour always ruins. If you just oh, heard a clash, his name, clashing, is, his name is Seymour. I love him, and I am my daughter. not a cat person, and he's great. So, so how would I headline this this article? <coughs> it's okay. I'll t- keep I talking to you. I wonder if it's a cat. Can... It's okay. No, it's, it's probably, so funny. Are you allergic a to cats? A little cat? bit. That's so funny. Look, my eyes are watering. That's so oh funny. Oh, my God. Seymour is doing it to me. Seymour, he's not even here. But he just did enough. So um, 
So let's. Uh, well, I was thinking maybe it might be interesting if I re- if I sh- if I read you a few of the titles oh, of past yes. podcasts, so okay. you could sort of rate them. I love it. <coughs> well, I'm sorry. No, I'm so sorry. So I normally am not coffee at all. Sure, you're not. <laughs> I promise. Yes, definitely. I like having another person's perspective. <coughs> oh my god. I know. It's so weird. I'm gonna. I, I'll give you. Well, I'm gonna give you a break anyway because I have to stop at 11:15. Okay. And oh my god, we've, that's been, so go, weird. we've been going for 45 minutes. So really? It's been, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, look at my eyes and everything. I know you're I wonder, dying. I Do you want some so more water? Bad. Let's get more water. Okay. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I like wanted to. You don't. No. No. You're. You're awesome. Don't. Okay. Good. Yeah, thank you. Really. Yes. I think we have a lot of loyal listeners. Yeah. I love them. How so did much. you find them? <clears throat> All right, you can't. Well, oh my god! Just know when you're listening show. to this, he had to edit so much because I think I'm allergic to cats. Yeah, and his and beautiful Seymour. <laughs> and so now, like, it's destroying. I am your, literally no, a shit like, show. My no, eyes, your tearing. Your eyes are tearing. <laughs> your face is swelling up. But I keep making you talk. But I love it so much, and I want to talk to you so much, and I'm like going to start using sign language any yeah, minute. I know. But. Okay, so that was that was like Jesus. a fourth of even what happened. Jesus Christ! And as you can tell, I was trying to hold it together so bad, but I just. I like couldn't. that you started coughing as soon as you started talking about <laughs> the campfire shit show. Exactly. You're like, uh, tell us about your uh, your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we we also were trying to talk about like like rejection in writing, and like he was trying to be like why don't you why doesn't rejection really bother you and like meanwhile i'm just like i'm a confident person but like <laughs> like my lungs are like literally closing up. <laughs> and so uh so yeah so that was that but but i will link the actual episode the right about now episode that has been very edited for people to listen to if they oh, want that's to awesome yeah check it out out there cool why do i have styrofoam coolers written down oh that's because styrofoam coolers are another bug bite i'm just sneaking that in styrofoam <laughs> makes my nipples really hard styrofoam oh makes my your god nipples hard yes even just like the, the sound of the, yes, the crunching oh, i can think about it do you have anything like that i don't like, like styrofoam i don't like popsicles either like when people I, bite oh, with their, their straight teeth yes i just got chills right yes now. me too me too <laughs> like like a styrofoam cooler oh my oh, god yeah yeah that, that, <laughs> people's fingers running across the styrofoam and oh. then like you ever heard it like slowly breaking like yes like oh somebody's my god. Like, like pushing we should get the sound of styrofoam in here and it's like oh don't don't yeah, don't just, it's oh. always really embarrassing at grocery stores when if someone that, like does it and then all of a sudden my nippies be popping i'm like yolo <laughs> <laughs> no bad days <laughs> well ladies gentlemen and dogs and cats that haven't decided yet what they are and that's okay yep that's you totally okay with yeah, me. that's modern art yeah baby. you're the is, red beam you are the red beam, beam. up against the wall and yep. we love you we might not understand you but right. we know that there's something there. We're the fucking Gosh, fruit bowl. We really know how to bring everything back to a very <laughs> approachable, <laughs> palatable thing. Uh, well, until next time, guys, party like it's 1999 and just keep on trucking. Thank you. And it says it at the end. But if you want to be our camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Because people always ask, how do I submit my camper question? It's going to play in a few seconds. But here we are in the real time saying it. Campfire Shit Show at gmail.com. <laughs> Bye. Let them eat cake. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey, campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Don't worry. Don't worry.
happy. Don't worry, be happy. 